0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my co-host, partner in crime, and sister, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello.
1: How's it going?
0: Oh, it is going. We're just, what, a few days before Christmas? Oh, is my goodness. goodness.
1: It's the winter chaos. solstice, actually. Today's it's
0: today. the day. the winter solstice, yep. Yeah, happy winter solstice. Yeah. Did you get a peek at the star in between the clouds passing by?
1: I have not. I decided that I'm going to let people with much better camera skills do that for me. And I will appreciate it from afar. Mm -hmm. I, where I live, there are lots of trees around us and I have a really hard time ever finding stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. maybe tomorrow I'll go drive out somewhere to be able to see, because if I could drive up in the hills a little bit, it'd be easier.
0: Mm -hmm. It's pretty overcast though. I walked out. It's kind of, I, some people around here have seen it kind of in partings of the clouds, but Mm -hmm. I walked out to the street and tried to, but I'm, you know, yeah, I'm with you. I have 72 trees on my property. I mean, there's no. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, this time of year to have a clear night is a rarity. So. Oh yeah. We haven't had, we haven't seen the sun in what? Eight days. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, So we'll, we'll go weeks without Uh seeing the sun here quite Mm -hmm. soon. Yeah. Yeah. So not
0: so much on that, but happy winter solstice anyway. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, it's just, it's puppy madness at my house. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we have little Layla puppy that does is my son's new puppy. Aww. And she is such a clown. She is killing me with cuteness. We have this dog bed in Scott's office. That is a, uh, yeah, it's like a big dog bed that has a blanket sewed over top of it. That's it's the piggy bed. Usually mm-hmm. used to be, <laughs> well, she's totally taken it over and she's so little, but she, it's her bed now and nobody mm. else, the other dogs will sleep on it a little bit, but the pigs won't go anywhere near it. But <laughs> she spends the entire day accumulating stuff. Oh my goodness. On the floor. The other day that bed had two hangers and a <laughs> towel and several socks and a few baby, or puppy toys and a few shoes.
1: So, oh my gosh.
0: You know, I started just clearing it at night and then basically she does all the housekeeping all day long by stacking stuff that she finds on the floor on it and then I put it away at night. Someone (laughs) made the mistake of leaving the shoe closet, like the coat closet with all the shoes in it open this morning. Uh Uh-huh. She's got shoes on that bed that I haven't seen in weeks. Yep. There you go.
1: (laughs) Here we go. I'm sharing a picture that you shared. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see Layla is a tiny little doggy in the back. Yep. (laughs) It it takes a minute (laughs) to even see her because the shoes are bigger than her. She's doing totally. some serious work to get that stuff onto the bed in the first place. Oh, yeah. She's killing. And she's not really chewing on stuff. She's just dragging it all over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's, the she's just mm-hmm. a little young yeah, is going to happen, and then you're going to have to lock up your crocs, especially or they're going to be history.
0: Mm-hmm. she she loves the crocs, probably because they're lighter and easier for her to pack around. I would imagine, yeah, what a. she was croc. only carrying around Mars's crocs, so I was saying she liked them because they stink. But now <laughs> she's carrying around mine, so that can't be the case. Oh no
1: <laughs> I think you read that wrong from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, probably no, that wasn't read. anyway, she's so
0: adorable. <laughs> oh, she's so much fun. yeah, it's going to kind of suck her. Huh? Right now he's working out of town with his job. So we get her, you know, we get her totally to ourselves, but it won't be long. He'll be headed back to school and take her with him. And yeah. The pigs will breathe a sigh of relief because uh, she'd the <laughs> crap out of them.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah. Well, how fun. are you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. I had a little procedure on my low back this morning. So I have yeah. spent the day on the couch um, recovering. Yeah. I had a radiofrequency frequency ablation, which is a, it's a nerve burn. Um, I don't know It's called by lots of different names, but it's the thing that a spine doctor can do to deal with chronic pain that doesn't require any drugs. So like this yeah. treatment will take a few weeks to kick in. And once it does, it'll last about a year. Uh, this nice. was my third one in my low back mm-hmm. and uh, they work really well. So I'm really looking forward to that Good. the day when it works. The thing that sucks is that it, immediately amplifies all your low back pain for a few days because it irritates the crap out of all the nerves that are already normally irritated. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's put me in a lot of pain, but I know it's going to go away because I've done this before. So I'm really excited about getting it done again. We had a little trouble getting it through the insurance, which was weird. And just COVID apparently everybody at this, uh, Nearly everybody at this procedure center that I go to had it uh, a few weeks ago. And so they've had a really hard time getting things scheduled and, you know, anyway, so I feel very grateful to have gotten it today. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, all the uh, sedation drugs being out of my body because, yeah, yeah, I feel quite a bit better tonight, but I'll tell you, it doesn't take much to put me down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One of those times. So but yeah, yeah, I'm doing really well.
0: Well, good. Here's hoping it kicks in really fast and that pain just really uh, goes to bed. Yeah, Yeah, I am ready for it. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, I have a cold case tonight, a cold read and a cold Mm -hmm. case. (laughs) I have a case that I'm going to present to Christy and uh, we're going to let her read it and see what she thinks. This was a listener suggestion. It was an email from, I didn't, there's no name on it. It's justice for someone. So, mm-hmm. Justice, thank you for the suggestion. It was a great one, and I'm really happy to help
1: uh, give a signal boost to this that case. That actually was the name. Justice? mm mm-hmm. okay. That's the name that was given, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I don't well, know if that is um, a real name or not, but that is the name that was given in the email. In the email, right? Okay. Well, good. Well,
0: thanks for the suggestion, and I'm glad to, yeah, yeah really glad to put a signal boost on this case because this uh girl's parents are still very actively working to find out what happened to their daughter. This is mm-hmm. not a cold case in any, or you know, a closed case in any way. It's no. certainly the case. This is Clea Shindra Denise Hall. Okay. And she went missing on the 5th of May or 9th of May, sorry, the 9th of May, 1994. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and she was 18. She's our age. Yeah, mm-hmm. she would, you know, she would, yeah. And so she was born in 1976.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yep, she was 18 when she disappeared. She was two weeks away from graduating from high school. Ah, oh. five
1: eight to
0: five nine, 120 pounds. The clothing and jewelry description just really got to me because yeah. this was such a thing that we would have worn (laughs) Uh real
1: real 90s stuff mid 90s things she
0: had on a white two-piece short set
1: imprinted with
0: large navy blue polka dots on the shorts and navy blue stripes on the blouse does that sound familiar I can
1: freaking see that outfit yes Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and white socks white sneakers and small stud earrings and a white bow type ponytail holder
1: that oh was like the nineties uh you know starter kit. <laughs> I totally was the white then the white tennis shoes and the white socks, and they had to be yeah. pristine. The work exactly. That we went through at that age to keep our freaking white shoes white when you live in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Good luck. That's mm-hmm. awesome though. I love that it makes me feel connected to her. Like, oh yeah, she was growing me up at too. the same time we were growing up. Yep.
0: Yep. Same age, same. Same stuff going on in her life. And those clothes just got, that killed me. Cause that's, that sounds exactly like the way we dressed too. Yep. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the polka dots um, and stripes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Love it. Distinguishing characteristics, African-American, black hair, brown eyes, a small surgical scar on the outside of her left knee.
1: One of her front
0: teeth was slightly chipped and her ears are pierced. Her nickname is Clea uh she wears hair extensions and press on nails also mid 90s welcome so
1: hard. i'm right? sure they were lee brand
0: uh, i'll bet they were uh huh right <laughs> uh-huh. handed and has a slender build that's those were her are her characteristics so again she went missing on the 9th of May
1: 1994
0: okay so like here's right as i was graduating from high school yes yeah okay her too Yep. She was last seen when her mother dropped her off at her employer's home. Her employer uh, was the last known person to see her. He says he has no knowledge of what happened to her. She was 18 at the time. She was an honors student at Watson Chapel High School. She was only two weeks away from graduating and heading off to college. She was heading to college to study. Uh, to. She wanted to be a pediatrician.
1: Oh, wow. She was top of her class,
0: a very ambitious, smart girl, had everything going
1: for her. I just feel that about her. Like, of course she was going to be a pediatrician. That's absolutely the energy that comes from her. Mm-hmm. And the, the drive, I feel like she rat- rode herself hard when it came to school yeah. and that she held herself to really high standards. Yeah, for sure. So she had a summer internship lined up in Boston,
0: and then she was headed to Tennessee State University's pre-med program. So she had everything lined out, had all of her plans. And where where did she go missing from? She went missing from her employer's house. No, like city and state. Oh, uh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where she's from. Let me double check that and make sure that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Okay. So when she gets off work, normally she gets off about eight o'clock and she calls her mom or another family member who comes to get her.
1: And is her work at her employer's house? Is that why she was dropped there? She works at the house.
0: Yes. the doc, okay. She works at a guy's name, house named Dr. Amos.
1: Okay.
0: And he services, he provides some kind of service to childcare facilities in the area. And she does clerical work at his house in the evenings after school. Okay. Okay. But she usually works till about eight 30, um, eight to eight 30. And her mom picks her up. Well, her mom dropped her off that day and then uh, she never called for a ride home. So her mom waited for the phone to ring. And when it didn't, she called Dr. Amos's office. Uh, he said that she clocked out at eight 30 and was picked up by an unknown individual. He's, Said he figured that her mom picked her up. He didn't know. She didn't say Mm -hmm. anything. And her mom's like, okay, she's never done anything like this before. That's really weird. But she is 18. She's about to graduate. Maybe she's kind of uh, trying to be a little independent, you know. Mm -hmm. But mom stays up all night worrying because what the hell, you know. And daylight comes and she's still not home. So they thought, okay, well, maybe she went straight to school. So her, one of her other kids, uh, that's also in goes to the high school goes to school and she's not there when he goes down to the office and he's looking and he's asking everybody and she's not at school and nobody has seen her. So mom calls the police. They tell her that because she's 18, uh, they don't, they won't accept a missing persons report for 24
1: hours. Oh, there is that crap. Mm -hmm. That makes me so angry. When that comes up, particularly a high school kid, I don't care if they're 18 or not. Yeah. That is so. mm, Well, I have some news for you on that front, actually, because of Mm. this case. Oh, really? Give
0: me a minute. Yes. Okay. Uh, So this starts a search that turns over really nothing. They hang up flyers all over town. They contact the news. The police search the area. They finally search Dr. Amos's office including the carpet and the drywall looking for any sign of blood spatter or
1: mm-hmm.
0: of dna they find nothing yeah.
1: they, it looks like they did kind I of just, respect him for a little bit i just bit. don't get that he was involved at all that just doesn't strike me in the least I know it's weird. I, I feel that he was telling the truth that she got into a car with someone else. I actually feel like it was a boy. I feel like she was, yeah, spreading her wings a little bit. She was two weeks away from graduation. Yeah. She, Yeah. I feel like she was always a really good kid. She was the good girl. And yeah. she had this moment of, I've never done anything in my life all I've done is work hard with school and you know that she was Mm -hmm. feeling a little resentful and that she did in fact go with a boy that she did know at least to some extent okay and she did have a boyfriend but she it doesn't seem that she was with him no it's not him this is more of a rebellion gonna go with the with the bad boy kind of thing I feel like this was pretty um impulsive and yeah, no, I don't feel like that this was someone she was dating at the time. I just feel like this was her trying to step out into adulthood a little bit. Actually, you know what? She did not have a boyfriend. I'm gonna take that oh. back. Okay, because yeah, this doesn't feel like somebody connected. Yeah,
0: back. I studied two different cases and it that were very similar, but I decided to go ahead and present Clea's and mm-hmm. it was the other girl, so I apologize. Oh, okay, well, that's I that's good, not right. That did
1: not resonate at all. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's not right. She did not have a boyfriend. Uh okay, so. At any rate, uh, you know they have found nothing. There, she just vanished without a trace. So, but I will tell you this: there was a change in laws because of her parents. Her parents have been warriors. They have been nonstop Mm -hmm. looking for her, trying to get answers, trying to get something accomplished. Right, Mm -hmm. and this whole deal that you know because she was eighteen. They, uh, you know, wouldn't do, wouldn't, uh, you know, take a missing person's case. They actually got involved in helping to change that
1: law. Good. Which is pretty cool. That's Um, good. So they lost the most valuable part of this investigation by refusing to mm -hmm. see her as missing for 24 hours. Yep. Everything's just cold by then.
0: Yep. So... The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children uh, ha, are allowed to still be involved in her case because of a new law called the Protect Act of 2003, also known as Suzanne's Law. And that's named after a missing 19-year-old college student, Suzanne Lyle from Albany, New York. Oh, yeah. She disappeared okay. in 1998
1: mm-hmm. and
0: with similar stuff that
1: because she was 18, she's not she's treated as an adult, but they're not adults, you know? You're still living at home and going to high school. You're still a kid. In -hmm. your mind, you are still a kid. And so you still need to be protected. Yep. So this law
0: extends to missing young adults, 18 to 20, the same reporting and law enforcement response requirements already provided for children younger than 18. So her parents actually helped change
1: that law because of this. That's fantastic. Good for them. I'm glad that they found a way to put some positive energy into this. Yep. Yep.
0: So every year on March 30th, they still, that's her birthday and on her missing day, they, her, she and her family still release pink balloons and they still uh, appear in the news and they have a Facebook page. They still really work hard to keep some kind of awareness going because they literally, their daughter absolutely vanished without a trace. They have nothing.
1: nothing. What you presented
0: to me is all they have. Yep. Her mother said she was somebody that had a light that meant something. She had goals and she had dreams just like everybody else. And our family had dreams and goals for her too. And so somewhere we're missing out on seeing what our
1: life with her could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She just had a little rebellious, impulsive moment. And she took off with a boy that she didn't know. And I, I do feel that she has passed. Mm-hmm. I do feel that she passed that night. I feel that he assaulted her and killed her and buried her in a wooded area. I feel he drove her. I'm hearing a hundred miles away from where she went missing and nobody even knew who he was. There was no connection between him and her. And so no one, you know, in, in their regular daily lives, no one would have expected them to be together Mm -hmm. because this was a real rough guy. And, you know, she just, she just had a rebellious teenage moment, you know, which happens. I've seen this happen in many other cases with girls like her that are very hardworking, very driven young women. And they sort of hit a wall sometimes where they're like, I just want to have some fun. And then because they haven't had a lot of experience, they don't know how to protect themselves. And that's what I feel like happened here. Mm -hmm. I feel like she died the night she went missing. I don't feel like that, you know, she was held anywhere or anything like that. I do feel it was quite quick. And I don't feel that I, I feel that the person who killed her has killed other women and it has in fact been convicted of that. But mm-hmm. in this case, he just lucked out. No one ever saw them together. No one even suspected that they would be together. Mm hmm. I don't feel they'll ever find her body. And I'm really sorry to say that because I wish that, that that would happen for her family. Yeah. But she's quite a long ways away from where she went missing and there's mm-hmm. no connection to her. You know, it, mm-hmm. I just don't feel she'll be found. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's just, it's an unbelievable.
0: She was supposed to deliver the commencement address. I mean, she had everything
1: going for her. She did. She did. She absolutely did. You know, but what she's showing me now is that she is with her family. She's with them and she's supporting them and giving them the strength that they need to get through this and to help change the laws and to stay active with this. I do feel her presence in all of Mm -hmm. that. I really do. And to her, she's still able to help her family and be there for them. I Mm -hmm. really hope that they feel her and that when they feel inspired to do the things that they're doing on her behalf, that they Mm -hmm. know that in part that's because she's there with them. Because I feel that strongly that she is very much around them Uh and encouraging them because the work that they're doing is to help to prevent these kinds of things from happening again to other girls. Yeah. I do feel that she recognizes that she had no idea what she was getting into. Not a clue. Yep until it was too late and she couldn't do anything about it. She's just showing me that she just thought she was going to have a good time with a boy. She had no idea that there would be other intentions. It never even crossed her mind. No. And it was over very quickly. Yeah. Ah, such a sad one. It is. It is. But I really appreciate her parents' work. Oh, yeah. Because they can't bring her back, but they can certainly help protect other people's children who get into bad situations. and. You know, if the police had started looking immediately, you know, right. mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't tell me that they wouldn't have found some things that they, you know, right? that yeah. they didn't find. The yeah. car was light blue. Okay. That I see. I don't have, I have a, a name. I don't often get names, but age proximity to her a little older. I'm feeling like he was 19, that he was a year ahead of her in school. And was he, is he from this area or is he from yeah. a different town? No, he's from this area. He, he's not in that area anymore, but at the time he was, he was someone that she knew of through school that she ran uh-huh. into him earlier in that day. And she was feeling particularly repressed in her life and scared about what was going to happen next. And he offered to pick her up and she said, okay, she had no clue. Okay. Well, there we have it. That is
0: Clea Shindra Hall.
1: Just a very sad case. Yeah, it is. It is. But I think these cases are powerful and important for us to tell because Mm -hmm. they do change the world. They do change things. You know, we can't get Clea back, but her story can help protect other young people and and Mm -hmm. to help encourage the police to get involved immediately when you have a young woman like this who would not just disappear. I mean, it was yeah. so out of character for her. That just makes me furious that the police wouldn't have immediately seen that and jumped yeah. right in. Absolutely. That, that's it. You know, it, I am so uh,
0: proud of her parents and, you know, just dazzled by them and their, you know, willingness to push forward and also, yeah, to help fight to change laws and obviously supporting yeah.
1: other families too that are going through something like this you know, they are warriors. They absolutely are. Most definitely. Most definitely. Certainly inspiring, but I, I just want her family mm-hmm. to know if they ever hear this, that I feel 100% that she is behind you and all of that and present with you. Mm-hmm. And I feel, you know, that I feel that you feel her presence mm-hmm. and it keeps you working and fighting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Alrighty. Well, that is it for this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to
0: remind you that you can learn more about us at true crime, paranormal as well as if you would like to uh, do live streams with us, we do that on Wednesday nights and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Mountain. Of course, we won't have a live stream on Thursday for the next two weeks because of the holidays, but we'll be back in the new year with that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look a little more into our uh, subscription service, you can subscribe to be or, or to our membership service. You can subscribe to be a part of that and attend classes and meditations with us every month. So. If you're interested in that, go check it out. We have a pretty good community growing over there with on that side of what we're doing here on YouTube and it's a lot of fun. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being here. This is True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care.
1: Bye guys.